Hi, I'm Anna, the time expert. This episode is a bit different than the others. It's about a unique encounter I made the other day. Now, it's up to you, my dear listener, to believe the story or not. I know what I have seen and heard. And if you have ever been to Sweden, I suppose you believe in magic and that you will understand that the story I'm about to tell you is true. True in the world of magic. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. There are traditional forests and there are magical forests. If you enter a traditional forest, no difference will be remarked. But when you enter a magic forest, there is a shift. And some may think it's hard to notice, but oh no, it's more than evident. Because the colour changes immediately. Even on a rainy day where the whole world seems monochrome, if you enter a magic forest, oh dear, you will notice. The moss which covers the ground, stones, branches and even trees shines in its greenest green. Everywhere you look, there is only one colour, but in all the different nuances. Emerald green, lime green, olive green, apple green, basil green, parrot green. Green is the colour of hope. The result is that you feel good on the spot. That's just one aspect. When you enter, you will feel a timid, invisible whirling around your head. It feels like a small, almost not noticeable wind. But it's the microscopic tree elf flying around your head, scanning it. You could say they are the border guards with an extra portion of cuteness. And another thing that happens, which you only would notice if you would stay there for a longer time. In a magic forest, time loses its tic-tac. Time stops the moment you enter it. If you stay here, you don't age. On our daily walk, Samuel and I, we we walk through the magic forest. We take our time, we look at it in awe, we savour every step we take and every time we find something new in it. Yesterday, for example, we found the only leafed tree in the whole forest. He's young, proud and still has all his flashy orange leaves. Though the leaf trees in the normal forests are bald by now. Just imagine the green colour everywhere and suddenly you see this orange tree. His beauty is breathtaking and I was hypnotised and walked towards him. Too late, Samuel, my love, mentioned. It could be a trap. Well, one thing you have to know is, magic always has two sides, good and evil. Indeed, it was a trap. 
In seconds, I was walking into a large spider web and the queen of the tarantulas came running. But I panicked and threw my hands around myself so that by coincidence I hit her and she flew through the air, shouting some nasty words. I was lucky. The scenario in the magic forest can change from one moment to another because only a few steps further away, at the little river, we saw the smallest water drops I have ever seen on miniature trees located on the side of the river. I know it's hard to believe, but I took some pictures. Today, I took my daily walk all by myself. Half an hour into my walk, I enter the magic forest. I greet the invisible elf god, take a few steps and sit on a tree stump. The green color is flamboyant. I place my arms on my knees, chin in my hands and I look around. I haven't forgotten the encounter with the queen of the tarantulas, so I carefully scan the ground beneath me. I look to my left, nothing. I gently turn my head to the right and I fall off the tree stump, gasping for air, my eyes wide open, bloody hell! Next to my tree stump, exceptionally close, sits a giant, chunky troll. He must be twice, no three times as big as I am. He also looks at me, but rather emotionless, and says, Hi. Okay, think and I think. I notice that my body still shakes, but it's not panicking. Weird enough, but my intuition tells me that the situation is okay. My brain tells me to do some strategic thinking here. How do I get away alive? Hi. I say. What are you doing? asks the troll. Um, uh, I, I was sitting and thinking. About what? Um, a, a, about my next podcast episode. I'm, I'm searching for the topic. I look at him. Now he's the one sitting as I did. His arms placed on the knees, his prominent chin in his dirty hands, his long grey hair touches the ground. And in his beard is a nest and a little mouse wearing glasses sticks out its head. In situations of threat, the human being becomes extremely sharp and you can also run faster and further. But I, I sit back on my tree stump. I'm so close I can smell the only scent coming from him. He smells like clay, like soil, wet earth. And looking at him, the answer is almost evident. Do, do you live on the ground? Yes, the entrance is this big stone over there. Ah, yeah, I, 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 always, I always thought so. Uh, how many live down there? Oh, only my family. There are 83 of us. Oh, wow. Silence. 
what are you doing here? I, I ask him. And the troll says, same as you, I come here to sit and think. Ah. Now he looks at me. So, what is the next topic going to be? Hmm, well, uh, that's the thing. I don't know. I have lived on the island for two months now, with only a minimum of information coming from the outside. It feels as if my head gets emptier and emptier. But you know, in a good way. But it seems as if there is nothing left to write about. I'm in the mode of observation. I look at the lake, I empty the boats after a rainy night, I do a lot of brainstorming for work, then again I can watch a snail for half an hour. I clean all the fireplaces and prepare them for the next fire. With Samuel I talk about strategy. Then I look at the lake again and try to figure out where the wind comes from and I wonder if that kind of wind brings bad or good weather. I prepare Zoom speeches for my members. When I rake the leaves, I think about my family and my friends. Then I think about the mice. And I think a lot about food. I write on my book and, well, that's it. No worries, no doubts, no pieces of advice. I'm empty. After a long pause, the troll says, What's not good about that? Well, it's good, it's just not it's just not that captivating. Nothing that bothers you. No, no. But but what I do, thinking about it, I I think a lot of the people out there. A few weeks ago I read about an American woman who has been in lockdown since March. She hasn't left the house since. I mean, that's awful. And I'm here, far away from everything while others are suffering. Oh, I see. You want to suffer as well, and now you feel bad for feeling good. No. Yes, yes, you want to suffer so that you don't need to feel guilty about feeling good. No. Maybe. No, no, I don't want to suffer, and I don't feel bad for feeling good. I only wish they could experience the same as I do, to be far away from it, to be able to think about changing the plans in life, to become so relaxed that you feel empty and that the mice in your house become the biggest problem. I wish that for everyone. The troll looks at me. Stop trying to save the world, girl. It knows how to regulate itself. It's going to be all fine, you'll see. Silence. Until I speak. I love silence. And I love to be in silence. Silence within silence is not true silence. Silence within noise is true silence. Hmm. It's good to talk to him. He looks frightening, but he has this comfortable, soothing calm. I lean back. Lying in the soft moss is wonderful. I have never seen a place with as much moss as here in Sweden. Half of the country must be covered in moss. 
and I wonder how many trolls, elves and other creatures live here. It's a shame to only believe in what we see. Advertisement. Did you know that I have a members club? Yes, I do. And this week I uploaded an article about thinking about thinking. For example, if you think of someone else, have you ever analysed how and why you think about the other person? Or did you know how much time you spend thinking without giving your thoughts any clear direction? And strategic thinking is about asking the right questions. And in my article, I share some of these questions with you. Find my members club at annajelen.com. A-N-N-A-J-E-L-E-N.com. And click on the button members club. Welcome. The troll asks me, have you been privileged In what way, I ask? Well, for example, are you coming from a wealthy family? (laughs) No, not really. Privileged in other ways. Um, Privileged on having a roof over my head, yes. Privileged of having food, yes. Privileged to be able to go to school, absolutely. And I was privileged to choose my own path. Nobody ever pushed me anywhere. I was allowed to decide all by myself. So everything I did was my decision. But you know, still, I followed the norms. Finished school, graduation, apprenticeship, got a job. But whatever I did, I I chose to look at the bright side. I did not like school, but I loved the place as a playground to learn about human behaviours. The apprenticeship was sometimes dull, but I loved to observe the people I was working with. I did not care too much about good degrees, but cared about experimenting and going deep in my personal invented projects. I mean, I was only 18 years old when I locked myself into my dark apartment for two weeks to find out how my inner clocks function. To explore things and life. And whenever I arrived at a limit where this was not possible any longer, I changed path. And I always knew that I would be working from abroad often. I always knew I can change it whenever I want to. Today I do this. Tomorrow I could do something different. That was my mantra. Today I do this. Tomorrow I could do something different. So you created all this. Why feeling bad? Because I want the others to have this as well. Maybe they they don't want to have it. Everyone creates his own path. Yeah, true, true. Feeling better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know there is a mouse wearing glasses in your beard staring at me. Yes, they are our companions, and that's Dr. Barnaby, a scientist. What is he researching on? Humans. Hmm. We had had 25 mice in our house until today. I know, 
That's his team. Uh, may I tell you about my book? Start. Well, you know, it's, it's enormous. The idea I had is unproportional huge. It breaks all the limits. I'm working, thinking, writing, and I feel as if I have done 1% of it. I want it to be finished. I want everything which is in my head would already exist on paper. Oh, and I wish I could share it with others already. I'm impatient and that is new for me. You should know well to be focusing on the progress. If you are worried about how much time it will take or how the outcome will be, you are occupied by worrying about something that is in the future. Take this energy and focus on progress. If you don't want to let go of desire, no one can help you to relax. Well, I, I don't desire anything. I only hope it will turn out well. Oh, so you do desire that it will turn out well. You will not be able to relax. And did you know that hope is the same as fear? Both are projections into the future about things we do not control. Blimey, do you always have the last word? Yes, he says. One more question. Why doesn't time exist here in the magic forest? Time discovers the truth. But here without time, you have to discover the truth by yourself. And we, the trolls, we prefer this and not to wait for time to show us the truth. I'm ready to go. And he seems to notice. You could write about our encounter. Yeah, yeah, why not? I get up, I hug his huge left arm, and he says, But you can stay here and never grow old. Yeah, tempting, but uh, not for me. I want to know how it is to grow old. I want to know how it is to look back on life. Sit on a couch and daydream about my memories. And for this, I have to go now and create some memories for my future. I don't want to be sitting there and have nothing to laugh about when I daydream and return to my memories. I thought that was a good last word. Until the troll says, I am sure you know this, Anna. But it does not matter how long your life is, but how good it is. My dear listener out there, walking back home, I ask myself if that really happened, or did I dream about this encounter? But I still feel his big, massive arm I hugged. I still have his earthy smell in my nose. It must have been real. Wow. How lucky I am to have met a troll. And for sure I remember his wise words. He told me that silence within noise is only true silence. I have also learned that what we see is only a mere fraction of reality. There is so much more. Invisible energies of all kinds all around us. It is indeed a shame 
to only believe in what we see. He reminded me that everyone creates his own path and that everyone can change anything whenever needed. He told me that it is impossible to relax without letting go of desire. Oh, there was so much more about suffering, about fear and hope, about discovering the truth and never to forget about life. It does not matter how long your life is, but how good it is. My dear listener, how good are you making it? I'm leaving you now, but in a week I'm back. And wherever you are, I hope you're doing well. I'm sending you mystic vibes, my best wishes, and a big, magic, invisible hug. Bye. And by the way, we have decided to stay at least another month here in Sweden. A speech I should have had has been cancelled, so I can continue doing my work from the north. And in about 10 days, we will leave the island, and it's time to spend time next to the ocean. And you know what? Sweden before Christmas is so special and I hope to bring some of this ambience into my next episodes. And another by the way, do you want to see the magic forest? Well, I told you I I made pictures. I have proof. And you can find it on my Instagram account. Just search for Anna the Time Expert. And you will also see the smallest water drops on the most miniature trees I have ever seen and the beautiful tree which was a trap. And uh, no, there is no picture of the troll. It felt inappropriate at that moment.